Well, moving on now, the White House says that it has shot down three unidentified flying objects in the past several days. Now, for the moment, they have not made a connection to that Chinese surveillance balloon shot down earlier this month. It has been playing out in the papers, though, and our press reviewer, Diptyka Laurent, is here with more. Well, nobody seems to know what these unidentified flying objects are, Aaron, but they, at least U.S. officials have confirmed that they are definitely, or well, they say they are most likely not aliens. It hasn't stopped this cartoonist, this French cartoonist, uh, Marc Gonçalves, from sort of poking fun at the whole situation as you see this alien holding a bunch of balloons here saying it's so simple to mount them, the humans, against each other. But jokes aside, uh, the timing is a very interesting three mystery objects and an alleged uh, Chinese spy balloon shot down in North uh, America in just the past two weeks. U.S. officials say is part of an ongoing fleet of Chinese spy balloons. And in the communist uh, government's newspaper, the Global Times today, well, this um, columnist accuses the U.S. of hysteria, paranoia and vulnerability. You see uh, really highlighted in that cartoon with Uncle Sam there under the table saying, send the army, the navy, the air force, we're under attack. Uh, the, uh, this columnist calls the incursion of China's balloon in U.S. airspace earlier this month an accident while accusing Washington of deliberately sending more than 10 balloons into China's airspace last year. Uh, and uh, staying with that uh, sort of criticism from the Global Times, uh, this cartoon from uh, the Chinese Communist papers, uh, newspaper's cartoonist here, which really underpins the view that China sees the U.S. reaction, or at least the West reaction, as sort of uh, over-the-top, exaggerated, uh, perhaps fictional, as you see in this cartoon here, Aaron. Now, obviously, the response, I imagine, Dipti, is quite different from the U.S. media. Well, The Atlantic uh, has an interesting article which says that China's balloon-sized blunder is actually a huge opportunity for the U.S. and its allies. Uh, did that balloon episode actually give the U.S. an opportunity to rally public concern and international solidarity against China? That's sort of what this uh, author uh, in this article argues. Uh, the balloon shooting incident has awakened public concern, uh, not just among North Americans, but among its allies around the world. This balloon episode has provided the West, this writer says, with something that it pre previously lacked, a, quote, dramatic, concrete illustration of Chinese activities that would raise public consciousness and uh, would also raise the demand for action. All right. We'll change gears now, Dipti. Here in France, tensions ran high in Parliament on Monday during debates on that controversial pension reform plan. Well, you had a uh, member of uh, the far-left France Unbowed Party who had to apologize after calling the French Labour Minister a, quote, imposter and assassin. Last week, that same minister was uh, the target of another stunt, an MP uh, with his foot on a balloon uh, with the minister's face on it. So uh, French right-wing paper L'Opinion uh, calls it a uh, really a provocation, really worrying in its, uh, on its front page today, worrying about this, about how French Parliament will deal with this growth animosity, this growing anger, at least verbal anger, that we're seeing among French MPs as they debate these uh, very tense, very controversial uh, uh, pension reforms uh, and this animosity that MPs cannot seem to temper anymore. Uh, Libération, the, the left-wing paper, meanwhile, in its, uh, in its coverage today, looks at the dilemma that the uh, French left are facing, this left coalition are facing. They're at a crossroads, really, Libération says, about what strategy to take 
take when it comes to pension reforms? Should they continue to block the reforms as they've done by imposing thousands of, uh, of amendments that have really, has really slowed down uh, negotiations and debates? Or uh, should they speed things up and vote uh, en masse against these reforms? So that's sort of the dilemma that they're facing. Perhaps, however, as Slate says, uh, the real winner in all of this is the French far right. Uh, this is a really interesting article um, that looks at how uh, Marine Le Pen's far right party has so far been the, quote, silent victor in this battle of pension reforms, deliberately discreet, while the left uh, coalition and the government rip each other to shreds. All right. Finally, from you, Dipti, it is Valentine's Day, of course. And if you are really into celebrating the holiday, a new survey shows us the most expensive cities in which to celebrate. Well, if you live in Shanghai, Paris, uh, Milan, Washington, D.C., Doha, San Juan, or L.A., you might want to rethink your Valentine's Day plans this year. According to The Economist, there's a really interesting article here uh, that looks at uh, what it calls the cost of loving index. And it turns out the cost of loving in, in these cities are very, very, very high. Uh, the British Weekly newspaper has actually collected data from its sister company to compile uh, this index. Valentine's Day in Shanghai, for instance, will set you back around $650, Aaron, for uh, a dinner for two, a movie for two, two drinks, a bottle of wine, and the taxi fare. That same date night, as you see here in Paris, would set you back just about, uh, just between $500 and uh, $600. Uh, and the 15th most expensive city, Abu Dhabi, it would cost you $450, which is still a very big amount to pay for uh, Valentine's Day. That's not to forget the preparation for Valentine's Day, because the second part of the survey looks at how much people are spending in these cities to prepare for Valentine's Day. So that includes, you know, a blowout. It includes gym membership. It in includes makeup, lipstick, what have you. And it turns out that L.A. is the most expensive city when it comes to date preparation, uh, which sets you back just under $500. So uh, basically pr preparing for a date and having a Valentine's Day date in L.A. will cost you about 1000 this year, Aaron. It's a lot of money. Sounds like a good time to remind of viewers that money obviously does not buy happiness. So if you have to dip <laughs> into your not. savings to, to take somebody out on Valentine's Day, it's probably not a good sign. <laughs> Dipti Laurent, thank you very much.